0: You. So, welcome, to oh brother. Not another podcast, an official Apple Podcast, and my name is Megs Burrows,
1: and I'm Trace Burrows, and uh, I'm sure you've heard this a million times, Bert. But holy cowabunga, Megs! You know who we <laughs> have today? How zoom? We're on. <laughs> we have uh, burt Ward, rock from the famous originally from the Batman and Robin television series, which I grew up on. We watched every episode. And um, and and we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about what he's been doing since, like, I think it was nine ninety four, with his Gentle Giant Pet products, uh, like food, special food made up for your dogs. And I guess some of his dogs have get, lived twice their lifespan due to the yeah. care that I his want... organization has given to... Dogs and the food that he had created. So thanks, Bert, for coming on the show. Well,
2: hello, citizens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: citizens, yeah. 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 And those blurbs those things in the background, should have like pow. And yeah, well, that's yeah. What they, yeah, yeah.
2: Those are uh, those are some of our dogs and uh, and their ages. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've been very fortunate to to help animals live longer, healthier, and happier lives. That's uh, it's our charity.
1: Yeah, um, so I'm going to get into some uh, uh, trivia things before we get into the real life. Sure. Mm-hmm. You remember talking to me on the phone ten years ago?
2: Really? Uh, <laughs> maybe not. I have to be honest. You know, crime yeah. fighters are always very precise, so I can't say that. So, so I-, I,
1: I, I created special effects templates, and I and you were interested in one of my collections, and one of them had a fault in it. And you used it in like 10, 8, 10 years. So you called me. or We spoke on the phone because you were going to point out where it didn't work. It was like a box that was floating in space, uh, uh-huh. different walls. And so anyway, we talked on the phone, and I fixed it. was You were correct. You found an error in it. And then I, I sent you the new one.
2: Wow, um, that's fantastic. You know, I, uh, I was a beta tester for many software programs oh. because uh, – the no matter how sophisticated the program is and how many experts they have uh, working it and, t- and telling the company, though, it's perfect. All they do is give it to me. And in about 20 or 30 minutes, I'm in trouble. And I find things that nobody they say, you know, you should have your brain analyzed. You can find things that nobody in their right mind could find the problems in computer software. And so uh, it's only because I'm like uh, the way I approach it is through every combination of things to try to get through uh-huh. to, to solve things.
0: So, you know, yeah, well, I mean, you were all well, your accomplishments. You were a chess player. So you think you just have an analytical mind? Uh... Very,
2: very. I was. I placed and, and when I was in at UCLA, I placed in the top three percent of the country in math and science. And when I left to do Batman, the dean came to me and complained that I should have stayed at the university and became a nuclear physicist.
0: Wow.
1: That's but
2: I think I prefer acting better.
1: Did you um, yeah well you certainly... if you're still doing stuff. You're doing a lot of uh You do live action, but a lot of voices on animation. Oh,
2: I've done four. Well, of course, the biggest thing I did is Batman, but I've done 40 features for television and (laughs) lots of uh, voiceover, all kinds of television show voiceovers and things like that. Can I I tell you, it's been an amazing, fantastic, wonderful career that I'm, uh, I mean, like anything else, you know, you have moments that you're up and moments you're down. But you know, it's life, and I like I tell everybody: the first hundred years are the hardest. After the we <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly,
2: you only live
1: go backwards like Benjamin. What's that movie? <laughs> what, Benjamin Button. Right.
0: What I want to know is it. I mean, this amazing formula. We'll go back and forth but you, with these uh, gentle giant uh, pet products. The longevity. Can any of that apply to you? what is the magical ingredient? Well, you don't have to tell if it's a secret, no, don't no, tell us.
2: No, it's not a secret. It's all about science and yeah. what we've done with animals. It's been. It's our charity. My wife and I own the company. We don't take any salary from this. I mm. mean, this is not about money. This mm. is about helping animals, especially dogs and cats that are our pets that we all love so much, helping them live long, healthy, happy lives. And we have animal. Our dogs are living up to 27 and a half years. Wow. Our cats, uh, two years ago, we lost two cats. One was 31. The other was 32 years ago. That's
0: unbelievable.
2: Right? Yeah. And, and, and it's actually very easy to explain how we do it. And, and people that, that follow our feeding and care program, And in other words, when you care for animals, it's not just the food. It is a combination of three things. One, how you care for your pet. Two, mm-hmm. how you feed them. Okay. And three, what you feed them. And, you know, it's one of those things like I, I, you know, give the analogy of of one of these uh, combination locks where, you know, you got to turn it to the left to a certain number, then back to the right and then back to the left. And if you don't get the numbers right, it doesn't open. And so it's sort of like that. If you follow what we've done, and I tell people, we blazed a, a path through the forest. And, you know, if you follow our path, you should get the same results that we are. We actually have almost 80% of our dogs living twice their normal lifespan, 80%. Mm. But then we have those that are living into their late 20s. And and one, one of our dogs lived to 27 and a half, and her normal life, uh, average lifespan was seven to eight years. So she lived four times normal lifespan and the other thing is it's not just longevity it's a quality of life our animals here and we always have about 50 in our house for the last 28 years 50 dogs and these are not little ones we have we have a few little ones but we have the really giant dogs dogs, running
1: around and everything
2: yeah through our entire house if you go to our website the first thing you'll see at gentlegiantsdogfood.com is my wife tracy and i in bed with 50 of them (laughs) <laughs> it's a an video. And, and when, you know, when, of course, when you see a video before you start playing, it looks like a still image. And I have people tell me, oh, you composited, you did Photoshop this. I said, really? So you see that button that says press to play? Just hit that play button. All of a sudden they go, oh my gosh, it's a real thing. I can't believe it. You know, 50 giant dogs. We have dogs here that are so big. One of our dogs stands on his hind legs, seven feet, five and a half inches tall. He's four inches taller than Shaquille O'Neal, and he weighs 285 pounds.
0: Is it a wolfhound? What kind of dog? Uh, Great Dane. Great thing. Great
2: all day. Right. Yeah. And uh, and, you know, we and our our English massives are up to 300 pounds. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Most people have never even seen a 200 pound dog, much mm. less a 300 pound dog. And to give you an idea how big this one dog is, when he stands on all fours, you know, just like a regular dog on all fours, the lowest part of his back, the lowest part of his back <laughs> is five and a half inches higher than your kitchen counter. Sure. that'll give because kitchen counters are 40 inches tall he's 45 and a half mm-hmm. inches at the lowest part of his back
1: he's like a pony he's like he it leans like...
2: down and drinks for he leans down to drink from the, faucet, the <laughs> faucet
1: you don't have any problems with uh not reaching the uh dog potty bathroom. oh
2: no that, that that is the most serious problem in our house oh they're not the dogs they're perfectly house drained the biggest problem i ha- have is at in the middle of the night getting to the bathroom without tripping and breaking your neck because these dogs are so big you, you know you don't just move them i mean they're like box blocks of cement and you kind of <laughs> kind of hold onto the wall and kind of find a little foothold to get your feet into it i mean it takes about three or four minutes just to get to the bathroom and get back
1: what is the biggest breed of dog great Dane the great.
2: Great. english master i mean english wolf uh, irish wolfhound is supposedly bigger but we've had really giant you know it's just like people you can have small people medium tall mm-hmm. but then there are giants like you know we have basketball players that are giant tall mm-hmm. and you can have And these great danes are are absolutely amazing but the, the thing is what's so interesting is the bigger they are the more gentle they are mm-hmm. i could take two of my biggest dogs and hold them hold their collars with my pinky fingers on both sides and completely they are so docile you just move them around with your pinky finger you don't have to even grab with your oh. hand and that's why they call them gentle giants.
0: No, it's not. Now does any of this apply and people are probably gonna hopefully like I'm thinking does this is any of this uh, I don't know if it's technology this approach apply to humans for longevity?
2: Well it yes it does actually and let me tell you where it is the two big things we do that other people don't do the other other pet food companies don't do this because it's it's more about money for them. For us, it's not about money at all. We we don't take a salary. So, you know, the, the interest is in the animal and in the health and longevity. So we do two things that other people don't do. Number one, if any of your viewers or listeners have a dog, for example, here's here's a little thing you can test. Go pick up three or four kibbles of the food that you're feeding your dog. Whatever it is, doesn't matter if it's the most inexpensive grocery store food or the most expensive pet store food. They all do it take a three or four kibbles, rub them in your fingers mm-hmm. and then put the kibbles down and rub your fingers together and you're going to feel that slightly greasy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's because they coat the food with animal fat. Uh... All right. They coat the food with animal fat. So you say, well, why would they do that? What benefit to the dog? Well, uh, a pet food company would tell you always oh, for palatability to make it tastier. Yeah. OK, it's not about that. What it does Animal fat that coats food and is filling food. They, 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 it's not just on the outside. They put lots of it on the inside too. But this animal fat confuses an animal's brain to believe it's always hungry. Mm. And it's, but the more it eats, the more you buy. And, you know, you, you ask about McDonald's. kind of like a human correlation. Let me give you the human correlation. Ten years ago, a man named Morgan Spurlock went into a McDonald's in Ohio.
0: I saw the movie. Every what?
2: meal, had I- breakfast, lunch and dinner and a snack. For a month he gained 55 pounds he almost died and they made a movie about him called supersize me right that is exactly the same principle fat content gives you what we call empty calories very little nutrition but you it confuses your brain to believe you're always hungry and what you know what dog food company wouldn't like people buying them a third more food and that's how much it affects Mm. but what it also does for dogs it clogs their arteries. It clogs their intestines. And I, I like to use the example. I say, hey, listen, would you ever think of taking a, a can of bacon grease and pour it down your garbage disposal? <laughs> oh, of course not. Well, why would you do that? Well, it would clog it up. And, and if, it, if it, I let it sit there and it hardened, it's like cement, I'd, I'd have to replace the pipes in my sink. I said, that's exactly right. So why, when you understand that animal fat will ruin metal pipes, Why would you ever feed an animal a food that every single kibble is encapsulated in animal fat? Plus the inside was filled with animal fat. And they, well, I I don't know. I never thought (laughs) of that. Right. So that's one thing. And what happens with our dogs, because we don't do this. And I'll tell you something amazing about life in the case of animals, particularly dogs and cats, their bodies will reject the fat clogging their arteries and intestines. It takes about a month to do it. But the difference between our food and every, all the other companies' foods is that they put the fat right back into the arteries and intestines We don't put it back in. Mm. If you felt gentle Giant's dog food in your fingers, it's so bone dry that if you rub the kibbles together, you can make a powder of it. Mm. So we don't do that. That's a really big thing. But there's something else that's gigantic. And the other gigantic thing uh, is all about genetically modified organisms in our food supply. As I understand it ninety eight percent of our food supply in the u s has been genetically modified, meaning that, for as an example, a farmer that grows rice. well, traditionally, if he grew rice, you know there's going to be pests that will attack the plant, then he sprays a pesticide, and you know a lot of the plants could die. But now, with the addition of roundup that is now mixed into the genes of the plant. When, when when they grow the rice and they spray the pesticide to kill the pests, it doesn't kill the plant. The plant lives, the rice is produced, but the rice absorbs the pesticide. And uh, there's a wonderful video on our website that we took from a, a site that does research on genetically modified organisms in humans, what it does to human bodies and what it does to animal bodies. And why we put this eight minute video on is because in this particular video, everyone being interviewed are veterinarians, some of the most prestigious veterinarians in the US and the UK. And here's what just about every single vet says. And that is this 10, 15, 20 years ago, they would see one patient dog or cat a month that had cancer. Now, with the genetically modified organisms in the food supply, every single day, one out of every two patients has cancer. Mm. It's killing them. Wow. It's killing them, you know. So we we have no no GMOs in our food. And 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 let me tell you something, what a job that is. I mean, when you can only find the two percent in the United States that has no GMOs and get them certified to have no GMOs. Mm-hmm. And then when you look in the back of the bag and the ingredients, you know, there's like 20 different things or 30, you know, every one of those is a supplier that we had to find. It took over a year and a half. That could certify in writing that there are no GMOs in their in their ingredients, and as a result we're not prematurely killing dogs and cats. And that, when you don't kill them young, they can live to the age that they can actually live to. But because people don't properly feed their dogs and cats, in fact, I don't know if you, either of you have pets. Do yeah. either of you have a pet?
0: I have a cat, I have a
2: cat. Okay, well, with our, we make a marvelous cat food, okay? Uh, but but in, in the case like with, with dogs, I mean, cats you can pretty put the, much put the food out. But with dogs, most people feed their dogs twice a day. We feed every dog here a minimum of five or more times a day. People say, oh, my gosh, why would you do that? And, and here's what we discovered after 28 years and 15,500 dogs in our house. We discovered that the, the thing that, that ages dogs the most, that makes their bodies wear out the fastest, believe it or not, is digestion. And, you know, I like to use the example where if you go out to a buffet or something, you eat too much, you come home, you literally have to lie down to digest your food. Well, when you're doing that, your body is basically shutting down to everything else except digesting your food.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, And
2: uh, and, well, when you only feed an animal, a dog or cat once or twice or even three times a day, you're making their body go through that massive digestive effort and prematurely. It, it, it ages them and it shortens their lifespan. We feed our animals five or more times a day. And we have our, our animals are living twice their normal lifespan consistently. And, and, and I've got right now six feet away from me a 25 year old dog. OK, she, she runs around just like she was a puppy. And, and that's the thing that people, they call me all the time because our, our, our phone number is right there on the, on the website and also on, a, on our dog food bags and cat food bags. And they say, I don't understand it. I watch these videos on your website and these animals are in their 20s running around like puppies. And my eight-year-old Rottweiler is having a problem getting up. Well, because you didn't care for him right, you didn't feed him right, and you didn't feed the right food. All of which we have now solved.
0: Wow. Well, we're gonna. I have to switch gears because we, we're gonna be. A, we'd be arrested. We're gonna be arrested if we don't ask you a Batman question. But you
2: can ask all the Batman questions you want.
0: I'll, I'll ask the first one. Trace can take it from there. This is kind of a weird. But what when you first got the role, and ironically or coincidentally, your name is Ward, and you were the. Ward of Bruce yes. Wayne. What was right. your understanding of what that meant between those two men? Were you a oh, friend? Well, Were you, but, you know, what?
2: right? Well, you know, it, it's kind of like you know, um, it's like being adopted. You mm-hmm. know, it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's not a natural you know father and son uh, relationship. It's you know, it's like a person's adopted, and, uh, and and that's really what what it basically was. That was there in the, in the forties when they. You know, (laughs) created Batman. That terminology is a little different than it is today, but it was basically that meaning. And in my case, um, my mother's name was um, Marjorie Ward. Okay, that was her, her, her last name, which, you know, her maiden name. And uh, what happened, my, my last name was Gervis, spelled G-E-R-V-I-S. Mm-hmm. Well, when you look at it, you know, people said, well, I don't know how to pronounce that. So the studio came to me and said, you know, maybe you might want to consider having a stage name. I said, well, I, don't, I like to be myself. Mm-hmm. But I talked to my mom and she said, well, why don't you take my maiden name? So I had it legally changed to Burt Ward. And that's my legal name. And and it is kind of unusual when you think about it. Bert Ward, which is four letters and four letters, mm-hmm. and Adam West, which is four, you know, West and Ward. I mean, it it yeah. was just I, I don't know. And and the chemistry that Adam and I had, yeah. let me tell you something. I I don't know of anybody that had a chemistry. We got along so well. I met him at my screen test, and in the first five minutes of talking to him. The two of us started laughing. We never stopped laughing for more than 50 years.
1: <laughs> um, with all the different, um, like, you know, villains that come on the show and, and all that, like, was there ever, like, issues with, like, actor egos and this kind of thing, like the different actors that played?
2: No, no. Let me tell you why. We had some of the most prestigious and famous people, people like Cesar Romero, and and, and there's so many great stars that, they were the ultimate professional. I mean, and for me, I, I kind of describe it as I was like the kid in the candy store. I mean, every one of these people that came on our set every week, you know, because we had different villains and sure. you know, every week, and 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 even some of their cohorts were major stars that for me, I had seen all these people either on television or in the movie theater. And for me, I was just thrilled. But these these, I gotta tell you the this the old stars of the of the past they're the most classy people (laughs) of all i mean it's not like today i mean they know their lines they never make a mistake Mm. there's like almost like a machine they're so perfect in what they do and it just inspired me it's like now you see i was fortunate because i i have a high iq and I, i i i i was considered the world's fastest reader at one point i read well, the average reader reads 240 words a minute with 40% comprehension. Mm-hmm. I was clocked by the American Medical Society of Beverly Hills at 30,000 words a minute with wow. 90% comprehension. Wow. The equivalent, that's the equivalent of reading the entire play of Macbeth in one minute. And uh, I read <laughs> one piece, which is 1,442 yeah. pages in 45 minutes got an asa final at ucla uh, on it and so for me uh, it also affected my memory so i could look at my lines and i just look at them for a minute or two oh and my. i've got them locked in but poor adam he, oh. you know they had a teleprompter for him and he, you know he would make a mistake or two and then i would just do my line he said "Bert, you please make a few mistakes you're making me look bad <laughs> i, mean, I love that he was the greatest guy we just had so much fun we we got along so well and you know i I Want to tell you something about chemistry. The chemistry we had, and if you think about it, what is what is the most famous comic duos in history? What 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 are the you know the common th- commonalities? Well, one of them is contrast, right? Yeah. Whether it's Laurel and Hardy, Abbott yeah. and Costello, there's yeah. usually a physical contrast, there could be a mental contrast, you know. Uh, Ed McMahon and Johnny Carson. I mean, yeah. there was always a great contrast, you know, and that and so when Adam would do his lines and you know adam envisioned himself kind of like i i mean he kind of like <laughs> he thought himself like the prime minister like a winston churchill I mean, he <laughs> really in fact he came to me one time he says you know bert you, you that deep voice is you know bert i finally realized what it's like to play batman i said well, well adam what are you saying <laughs> Well, he said, "I just watched Charlton Heston in the Ten Commandments, and when he received oh, wow. from Moses the tablet, and <laughs> oh wow, oh my God, I can't stand it. Adam, you're nuts, you know." And and but I mean, he, you know, people say to me, "Well, what was he really like?" Well, let me tell you something. He was really like he really was on the show, <laughs> you know. Yet. yet. Yet he had the most marvelous sense of comic humor. Never have I ever seen anybody that had such a, a comic sense. In fact, uh, uh, it is kind of a kooky thing to say, but we were doing a show for uh, a very famous a production call Company uh, Filmation. And Norm Prescott, the president of the company, was talking to me one time. And he said, you know, the one thing about Adam, he says, I'll tell you about Adam. Everything that man says has a sexual connotation. Ah. (laughs) And and, and it it was the whole double meanings of what we did on the show. In other words, for the kids, oh, it's a hero worship. For the adults, it was the nostalgia of the comic book. But for the teenagers and college kids in the 60s, they didn't want to be inside watching television. They want to be cruising. You know what I mean? The the outside restaurants, you know, the drive-in restaurants on a Friday and Saturday night. I mean, that was the thing. Nobody watched television but they watch Batman. Why? Because of the suggestive things we said, the suggestive way we said it, the, the, the (laughs) kinds of double meanings that, you know, are are they really doing this? Are they putting me on it? Say that that we put on our tights to put on the world.
0: Well, I, I went to college in the sixties and we, the dorm emptied out and went into the common room to watch Batman every time you were on. And it, it did have those overtones uh your delivery and also you know i went to carnegie tech and Andy warhol was a was a graduate and of course he created you know is responsible in great part for pop art and you were the really the first pop art television show
2: absolutely i mean color had just come to television within a year or two and our show you talk about color with the with the colorful costumes of the villains, our colorful costumes, the 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 all of the crazy things, you know, you have the villains' hideouts with a sign that says "hideout." I mean, <laughs> yeah. all, all of those things, you know. I, I remember one time, you know, uh, watching them film a villain scene because I we were going to go, go into break into this hideout, and I was watching it, and and I'm watching these cameramen. I said, wait a minute, you know, I don't mean to tell you your business, but I think your camera's, you know, not straight, you know, you got there, you're not, it's not correct. He says, Bert, he says, I'm, he's, we're the top professionals. Of course we know what we're doing. I said, yeah, but don't you think you need to turn it more? (laughs) No, Bert, no. Well, but you're doing this at an angle. I said, said, yes. So why are you doing it? Because you're the villains. I said, what's the villains got to do with turning the camera on an angle? He says, because they're crooked.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, crooked. So the wild. angle
2: of the on the villains was always crooked. That that's... was, everybody on our crew got into that Batman style. That, you know, and that's what it was. It was, we like we said, we put on our tights to put on the world.
1: I'm, I'm like a two, you know, that six degrees from Kevin Bacon. I'm like two degrees from you. Because I grew up, David Wayne, who played the Mad Hatter, I grew up with his family. I was in a band with his son for several years. Went to his house every week. (laughs) Actually, we'd go with his uh, Timmy Wayne and their sisters. We'd watch Bat. You know, we'd watch Batman together. And uh, and then, like when Mr. Wayne got that part as the Mad Hatter, and it was like, oh my God, you know, right. like the best part he ever played for us. You know,
2: Uh, let me tell you, he was really good. You know, he did the hat, story. I mean, he, <laughs> he, he really was hilarious. Oh, my God, was he hilarious? And But every week we had the greatest stars. And, and what an honor. I mean, I remember when Vincent Price came on the set. Well, mm. I got to tell you, as a child, I was like five years old when I watched the movie The Raven,
0: oh my and God. a really
2: scary film for a five-year-old to watch. I had nightmares from that. And I remember when he came on the set, of course, you know, he was playing Egghead, but he came on the set. And you know, I saw him at a distance in that moment. You know, like your heart kind of flutters Uh and stuff, and yet, like, you know, oh my god, that's really him. And and uh, but then he was incredibly nice, and uh, and all all of them, you're so professional. It just makes you feel like, god, why can't I, you know, I really need to aspire to what these people have, you know, come forward and laid the groundwork. Hmm. I didn't realize the level of professionalism that the, that the old stars had. I mean, it was just, you know, it was absolutely phenomenal.
0: Was there ever any talk of you uh, doing cameos in, in some of the recent Batman movies?
2: Uh, no, you know, uh, you know, it was so interesting. If you take like uh, Star Trek where you had William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy, when that series ended, Paramount made, started making movies and they used them. Yeah. And who cared that they were older? You love them. You're yes. thinking about 100 years old and you would have still love them Absolutely. because of the heart to it. Yeah. But no, with Batman, no, they mm. wanted that dark, you know, oh, this was a comedy. We don't want any laughter here. We This is serious. We want to make the heavy duty drama. So as a result, they took it a different way. And so they would not use Adam and I. Although I must tell you, years later, I was talking to the studio. I thought I had him almost convinced to bring Adam and I back and at, sure. at, at, at older. Now, yeah, older. Sure. Can you just imagine, you know, here it is Gotham City and Batman is obviously a lot older, and so is Robin, and now there's a terrible crime, and they got to have help, so they come to Batman, and he goes to his closet, and the dust billows out, and he's trying <laughs> to get the dust off his suit, Robin can't pull his tights up over his- <laughs> I mean, you be the could be the funniest thing, people would be totally laughing, yeah. but they we couldn't get him to do it. Uh-huh. You-
1: I think it would've been fun just if they gave you a cameo like Alfred Hitchcock, but you know, see him get off a of bus. Or you from... could be the mayor
0: of of Gotham or something.
1: No. Well, that...
2: you could. Yeah, that's true. Now, I did in Supergirl. that yeah. came on about two years ago. I had a, a they had they had uh, me. Uh, I did a cameo just before the main titles, and it got a lot of people talking about it. And like, fill the first eight pages uh, all the way up and down on on the internet. Oh. The you know the thing about you know. What was it going to be like and how, what kind of a role would he hmm. do? And I did a Dick Grayson, the Dick Grayson, you know, uh, and it was so funny because I, you know, when I was there uh, and they filmed in Vancouver that uh, I didn't know this last minute, they said, Oh, we want you to walk this dog. You know what I mean? And it's a German Shepherd. Now, I thought first, well, you know, they probably know that I operate the world's largest giant breed dog rescue, so I'm an expert handler, and maybe that's just kind of a thank you or a tribute to our, our general giant's rescue. And uh, But it turns out that I did a little more research, and they handed me a, a, a German Shepherd, which we don't rescue German Shepherds. We rescue 45 breeds, but that's not one of them. Mm-hmm. And I got thinking about I did a little research, and I found out that in the original common book there was a bat dog really okay yes uh. it was a german shepherd it was a bat dog <laughs> and you know, it was you know and i mean and uh, it was uh, you know ace the you know ace the bat dog ace the bat dog <laughs> and and i thought wow that's a tribute to the original yeah. series and then when Warner Brothers came out a couple years ago with they came out with this fantastic coffee table book, you know, 80 years of the boy wonder where they took, you know, from the creation of every bit of, you know, all through the years of creation, mm-hmm. Grayson. And, you know, there's been subsequent, um, uh, you know, Dick Grayson became Nightwing. I mean, there's all this involvement in the comic books, you know, the history evolves, but. They came to me and I ended up writing the. It's like the equivalent of the introduction to is like four or five pages long in the book. I mean, most gorgeous coffee table book, beautiful book with all the drawings of every Robin and every, every, you know, comic episode. And with all the details, my God, the research, I mean, it must've taken years to do the research on that, but it was a beautiful thing. And and I've done a lot of other things for Warner brothers. They with their streaming service before the streaming service came wow. out, they brought me in and, and, and recorded me introducing many of their shows. And I thought, well, they say, Oh, well, Bert, we're going to give you a teleprompter. Well, like, I can't remember. I do It's a little bit more than that. <laughs> they gave me equivalent of five or ten pages. It took five minutes to read, at, uh, and I, you know I don't talk slow. It took five <laughs> minutes to read every introduction with this, and then in that year it did that, and then it evolved to this. And oh my, I I've never seen an introduction of any television programming with the depth. That they did wow. on the streaming service but you know it was great because there's some people that love those shows and love sure. the comics they love that i mean warner brothers was right on target every one of those introductions was designed for the fan base you know and this is what really happened and then this one involved and stuff like that phenomenal but it, it was really fun
0: any wrap up trace do you have any last? because we're about out of time but
1: no, just give your uh your website another plug, gentle giant You want your dog to live a nice, healthy life? And well, yeah, how
2: about like double or maybe triple? Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, and the thing is, is that uh with no illness, I mean I'll tell you something, you know, uh vet bills, I hate to say it have become almost like human medical bills. Oh. It is incredibly expensive to go to a vet. I mean, and and they serve a major purpose, of course, to keep animals healthy, you know, but but the thing is, you're better off, you know, if you can avoid the problem in the first place. Right. So if you keep your dogs and cats healthy and happy, you know, you're going to save yourself astronomical amount of money but gentle giants is available all across the country we're in target stores all across the u.s mm-hmm. and now we're online with you know all the online companies petco.com petsmart.com chewy.com tractorsupply.com target.com and our own website gentlegiantsdogfood.com and i i i invite your your listeners to contact us if they want to know how we do it and and go to our website read about how we've spent 28 years developing this technology and we do we give it for free if there's no charge i mean you know we we sell our food at our basically our cost we don't take any salary and all the information and the learning process oh my gosh i tell people what took my wife and i 25 years of our life to learn you can read about it on our website and learn it in less than 20 five minutes Mm. that's productive
0: (laughs) well we can't thank you enough and and for all you've done to uh, vitalize the the culture in the 60s and 70s and and of course now with your pets you know I'm definitely going to get some for my cat thank you so much Bert
2: well thank you Citizen. and you know as we said on Batman come mobile citizen
0: (laughs) (laughs) great take care
2: Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.